0: Life, Her, Life, Podcast.
1: Hey, you. Her is me, her is you. Her is us, her is she, her is we. United we stand, baby, that hurt for keeps, i Imagine working so hard, drowning yourself in work. You're trying to navigate your way through life after the loss of a parent. A lot of people find a hard time to understand you that haven't experienced that feeling, that void, and you just feeling so lost. And sometimes you just try to find yourself in so many ways and you're alone in the world even though you have people that support you, that love you and care about you, it's still that void that will never fulfill a parent. This interview was so amazing with Tammy because we both share the same experiences and that's losing our mothers. And I love talking to people that lost their parent because it helps me to understand that I'm not the only one feeling alone. So I want a lot of you to gain a lot of love a lot of understanding and a lot of ways to understand someone even without looking at them and viewing them on social media. We go through things in our personal lives. We are human at the end of the day. So please take heed of this amazing interview with Tammy so you can get a better understanding of who she is and how beautiful her soul is and how she tried to make it through everything despite her work ethics of everything that she does amazing that people usually see tammy is human tammy is loving and caring so tune in thank you hey everyone this is yvette lloyd life her podcast i have the amazing tammy reese with me today hey tammy how are you I'll tell you that I'm amazing
0: I hope you're doing well yourself and thank you for having me
1: thank you for being on my show I really appreciate it um I've seen a lot of things that you've been doing and I really appreciate one of the interviews that I had saw you did and you were saying like how you would like to get to know people more than the drama portion of their lives and yeah. meeting And I believe that is so important because sometimes a lot of people hide behind things that they don't even know that exists in those people's lives. And that's when the trolls come in and discredit them and make them feel even worse.
0: Thank you for acknowledging that, you know, it's a lot of gossip blogs out here and I don't, you know, put them down. It's just not my lane and I'm all for positivity knowing the person more so than the personality that's portrayed on social media or on television um it's my purpose to tell stories of inspiration and I'm admired by you and all you do as a black woman in media
1: yourself so definitely keep up the good work queen thank you I appreciate it I really do okay. especially from someone that's been doing it longer than me and they telling me that that made me feel good <laughs> yes I see you <laughs> thank you so um tell me a little bit about your younger self what was it like growing up
0: thank you for asking I had an awesome childhood it's bigger than growing up on my favorite tv shows like the Rugrats rats and barney yes. and Landtops, like that like our yes but I grew up in a, a one-family home that was in the hood both my parents were together my dad was an army veteran my mom was a a mental health advocate. She also was a community leader advocating for social justice, civil rights issues as well. Um, I dedicated my childhood to a theater company called The Media Unit here in Syracuse, New York. I acted in 60 live day shows a year for eight years, also produced our company's weekly TV show out of our public access cable station. So my childhood was immersed in media and theater. Um, As well as growing up in the hood, I I had my life in two worlds, even though I came from a middle-class family, I lived in the hood and these people, though they were around drugs or gangs or violence, I thought these people were my friends. I grew up around, those were all I knew other than my childhood friends in school. But my mom and dad knew the career that I wanted, knew how passionate I was about acting and writing and learning how to direct the TV show, operate camera equipment, things like that. So they got me in this company and I would travel and do stage shows and, again, produce a weekly television show. And getting that exposure as a young teenager before social media um, was just amazing part of my life. Being in the media unit gave me a college scholarship. Ended up going to school for media studies and graduating from there. Ended up producing a lot of PSAs as a teenager on social issues like bullying, racism, HIV awareness, domestic violence. Um, The list goes on. Um, I really was passionate about the arts, given that message, not preaching, but doing stage shows on those social issue topics, creating videos on the social issue topics to give another point of insight through the arts. So basically, in a nutshell, my life was, though I grew up in a bad area, I tried to focus on my craft at a young age and got the discipline I needed to become the woman who I am today.
1: Wow. Wow. That's a lot, and it just shows your strength, your your courage, your drive, your passion. It shows everything of you as, as your character, as a person, and that's a lot of parts of what people miss today is a person's character and not understanding the things that they've been through and the things that they experienced in life to get where they at today. I really want to give you your flowers right now for even just doing so much that you're doing and did.
0: Thank you so much, Yvette, from the bottom of my heart. And like you said, you know, people don't know like where people came from to get to where they are today. You know, being in the hood my whole life as a child and teenager, being raised in that environment, it wasn't a cakewalk. And I'm not ashamed of growing up in the hood. Um, you know, I, I joke with people sometimes like I'm street smart and I'm book smart. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, you know, um, I had a lot of temptations that I did things I had no business doing, you know, a lot of my life could have went a whole nother way. I could have been dead or in jail or strung on drugs because I did dabble on drugs in my teenage years. And thank God I'm clean almost 13 years right now. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't know that as well. Everyone has a story um, of what they persevered through and overcame because things are not easy when you are an environment. The environment that I grew up in, um, the feds actually came um, and got the neighborhood gang and the RICO law. Like it was a very hard environment um, that I grew up in. And my parents were just always on us, me and my siblings. I'm the youngest of a brother and a sister. And they made sure all three of their kids went to college because they knew the environment we are in was a hard one to go in and live in and walk through. So, you know, my story is my story. It's no shame that I just tried to tell it to help other young girls because at a point in my life, you couldn't pay me not to be on the block. I had to be in these guys' phase I've seeing the fast cars, the money, the the fun, the drugs were tempting. Now at 35, I'll be 36 next month, and a mother myself, you know, people see me interviewing these celebrities, getting awards and covering industry events, and they just see, wow, how did she do it? I've been yeah. through a lot. <laughs> I learned, I lived a lot. I just knew what my divine purpose was. And being a mother, you got someone looking up to you. You've got to be that example. You have to.
1: Yes, that is a must. I know I see something that you and I do have in common. We both lost our mothers.
0: My um, sincere
1: condolences for the loss of your mom. Same, same to you. Um same to me. so uh when when did you lose your mother? January
0: thirty first, twenty twenty.
1: Wow. I lost my mom in um October of um twenty nineteen. It doesn't get any easier no matter no. how much time has, right? No, it does not get easier at all. So with you already um, being in the entertainment world and everything, can you express to people uh, the struggles that you have daily to even just keep pushing and keep going and keeping yourself encouraged? Because that's one of the things I have to do personally to also keep going.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. First of uh, My first motivation, of course, was my son being a mother myself, but uh, my mother was always my biggest inspiration. She was the first female president of the Syracuse NAACP. Um As I mentioned earlier, she's a civil rights activist, mental health activist. Um, later on in life, she lost her sight due to glaucoma, and then she ended up transitioning to being an advocate for people with disabilities, helping them transition to live their life without their sight, or if they were hard of hearing or... End up going deaf. I was so proud of her because losing her sight, her sight was a major transition, not only for her, but our whole family. Having to be her eyes, run her errands for her, take care of her, and become an even tighter bond. And she still was out here killing it and helping other people, being so selfless through that major transition of her life before she passed away. That strength that she had, just like when she left this earth in physical form, all that strength, like transcended into me, like. I always mm-hmm. say, Oh my God, I don't know what I do without my mother when I knew other people lost theirs and look at she died in twenty twenty, it's almost twenty twenty two and I'm still standing. It was so hard when she first died, I was in a dark place. I wanted to give up my career. I didn't even know how to continue mm-hmm. being a mother after losing mine. Um and, and that's real talk. Um and then the pandemic happened two months later after she died, so I thought the whole world ended, okay? Um, I just was like oh lord I don't know what I'm about to do with my whole life just take me with her okay like that was the the mindset I was in that deep depression because I already was diagnosed with anxiety and depression way before she passed um and I'm just so thankful for therapy for my support system for my tribe for my fiance for my close friends my family who got me through knowing that i have to continue being a great mother i have to continue living my dreams because my mom was my biggest cheerleader she she knew what my passion was at a young child she supported me all the way I Have videos of her saying never give up i'm proud of you keep going mm-hmm. like she's always at my events or my war ceremonies The truly my biggest supporter if i picked up a piece of trash off the ground event she'll be clapping the top of the hill great job girl like Seriously, if I said the sky was blue, she'd be like, congratulations. Like, she's he, like, my biggest cheerleader. And I remember just the passion she put into me, the love she put into me. And I'm my mother's daughter. If she yes. got through the storms, I will too. And it's not easy. I think about her every day. Sometimes I smile sometimes I cry, think about her. I might
1: cry right now, think about her, oh. Girl, no. Nupa got me over here. Eyes <laughs> <I> get ready. <laughs> Watering everything because everything you saying is like how my mom was. She was my biggest supporter. I got videos of her saying so many things and it just keeps me encouraged and it's like do you have that feeling like you're inside of her womb still and you feel her? Oh my god, yes.
0: Oh my gosh. And I'm so glad and honored to share this moment with you, Queen Evette. Oh my gosh, and and I know you can overstand that we keep going because our moms, their legacy is a part of ours. We keep living our dreams and walking in our purpose because, you know, our moms and me and heaven mad attack at us
1: if we didn't. Girl, listen. (laughs) You know, it's so crazy. I'll be telling people, I'm like, once I feel down, it's like I hear my mom say something or I just know she about to pop me or something. (laughs) Like girl you gotta get up or something yep. it, it if something will occur to me that reminds me of her and i know it's her telling me like girl you better get your stuff together <laughs> you okay. know yes like seriously and it's like sometimes people will see us keep going and moving forward oh you look good you look amazing you look this and that but it's like behind closed doors sometimes you had that moment and you just break down crying because you you want your mom you know it's like I want her so bad but it's like I feel her so much spiritually to a point it gives me so much comfort because you know my mom was good to me I was good to her always told her I love her and everything so that's what brings me a lot of peace too oh
0: my god that's so beautiful yes and they're always with us through a dream or we can see their favorite color or hear a song they always listen to or just feel them i can just close my eyes and just still hear her voice like i, I never will lose her voice or know what she would say to me um but connection is so real and you'll always have that bond with your mother forever um, it, it's so spiritual and oh my gosh yes our mother's yes. with us forever
1: Yes, they are. So, what are what are some of the things that you do that help you with grief? That's an amazing
0: question. I love listening to music. I mean, like, girl, why do we got so much in (laughs) common? Okay, I think you're my soul twin now. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I think you're my soul twin that for sure. Music, though, and a lot of music that I love. My mom put me on to that we are our wine and have water days together okay i mean the jacksons and earth wind and fire girl listen
1: i'll be listening to earth wind and fire everything like it's to a point what keeps me at peace so much i walk through the store with my um bluetooth on and listen to music like It's like I constantly have to hear it. It brings me so much peace and joy and happiness, especially when you listen to some good music with some good lyrics, you know? Okay,
0: yes, (laughs) yes, yes. The music is therapy, and I love all genres from old school to rap, rock. Um, The list goes on. But I'm telling you, that music, it gets me back in the energy, even gospel music. Um, it'll put me right back and also writing um, is my gun as well spending time with my family and nature oh my gosh nature is everything to me mm-hmm. uh, I go see her at a lake or be by some trees and I just rejuvenate my mind redirect and it just oh, fulfills me so much
1: yes it does it does the same to me that is so creepy that like, <laughs> we have so much in common I love it. (laughs) Yes. So tell me about, like, another setback that you've had while working and still pushing through it.
0: Oh, yes. Um,
1: i lost a lot of
0: friends um, and family to violence, natural causes, um, car accidents. The the list goes on. From 12 years old, I lost a friend to gun violence. Um, throughout my teenage years, I lost people. Who I grew up, like I mentioned, I grew up in the hood. A lot of people that I knew, close people, um, were murdered. I have cousins who were murdered. Um, I also have young cousins who died of natural causes, lost aunts, uncles, had to be all my grandparents, um, losing my mom. Like, just the death is just so hard, though we know it's a circle of life, it's a part of life that we all have to accept in our own way. It's still hard when those people are so close to you and you talk to every day or you knew so well and you miss their presence um, for sure, without a doubt. And also being diagnosed with anxiety and depression, I really let it play with my psyche as to my worst. Like, will people even want to work with me if they think I have anxiety depression, or depression? They think I'm crazy. Um, they think I'm not capable. Or it's because a lot of people aren't aware of it. It's too many stigmas that we need to end around mental health and um they don't know about the resource they can call, therapy they can get or just googling what these diagnoses are with mental health that depression doesn't mean i'm down and out and crying and mad and angry want to break the walls every day it means i'm battling something second by second sometimes day by day month by month of trauma that i've experienced throughout my life um like even when my mom passed um I held her hand until her last breath. Our family was surrounded by her. We had to, you know, take her off life support, and that put me in PTSD. That's what put me in a dark place. And I got out of it by my spirituality, again, my tribe, my family, my my goals. Um, everyone has a story to tell. Nothing is easy. Um, sometimes a pet peeve to me when. So many people had mental health based on social media because they see people's lives or what they put on there. I can I could have cried an hour ago. I didn't put on Facebook. that I was crying, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. you mean? like yesterday, I was with my fiance in, in the nature and people was think life is grand, but who knows? I could have looked at that picture of my mom and started boo crying. And so the day was over, like, you know, um, it's second by second. It really, really is. And there will always be setbacks. Um, sometimes there's financial setbacks. You know, when my mom first died, I had to step up to help my dad. Um, you know, this is a woman he was with for forty five years and I had to help him rearrange his whole life. Um right. you know, it it's hard. It's very hard. I was taking care of my household and this. Um, and as like my parents will help me, it's it's my duty in God and I'm blessed to be able to help my parents. Um but yeah, there's so many different setbacks than mentally, um, physically, emotionally, financially. It's always going to be setbacks or even doubt of yourself, um, things that I have experienced throughout my career.
1: Yes. you. I'm so proud of you, though. Just even just navigating yourself through so much. And I know it is really, really hard to even just push through sometimes. And the fact that, you may have cried before that interview that you had, and you may cry after the interview. They may have said something that triggered you, and you're like, man, and you just be trying to hold your tears back, even interviewing somebody.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. And other setback, too, is, you know,
1: a lot of people don't talk
0: about this industry, because I'm one I don't put people on blast. So I won't name names or anything. But just experiencing losing friends because of this industry, um, betrayal, jealousy. That was my um, next you know. question. <laughs> Listen, okay. How
1: much time you got? Well. <laughs> 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 and you so, gotta push through. Everyone, yes, you nice do for a reason. Yes, and it's it's like another form of grief, you know, because it's like some of your friends may think you acting different, or you acting funny, or just different things but they they develop so much entitlement and feel like you are supposed to do so much for them when it has to be a point when you have to do things for yourself too you Period. know and just just the the jealousy and the envyness I can't help that God gave me this path God has given me this gift for a reason, and I'm utilizing and letting him guide me. He gave you something, too. Maybe you should take time out to yourself and figure it out, too, you know?
0: Amen. Okay? Listen.
1: Yes. The ones
0: who are going to understand your journey and be there and support, they're going to understand. And those who don't understand, everyone isn't meant to stay in your life forever, and it's so true. Everyone comes in your life for a reason. Some isn't supposed to post a last like a journey everyone from the sandbox or everyone who was day one isn't always a one you know i'm 35 it took me literally <laughs> this year to really learn who all my friends were from childhood to now um and i don't allow those bad apples to deter me from making new friends because i don't want to block my blessings over what other people did to me you know
1: Mm-hmm. and this and what's so crazy is that you know just even going through that phase of losing friends close friends and family you you also have to come to grips with yourself that you have to that god has to remove these people for you to be able to reap whatever he has coming for you yes
0: oh my god that's so true and you said it's another form of grief. It really is. I mean, I'm human. I'm a big empath. Those people who I'm no longer friends with, I think about them time to time, hoping they're okay with life, but it's okay to love people from a distance and wish them well. Don't have to blast them, wish nothing bad on them. Just keep moving. Keep pushing through. Best <laughs> revenge
1: is success. And you keep going. Yes. Because, you know, what I've noticed sometimes is um, they don't like you getting through pain like if you're going through something sometimes people have planted in their minds like yeah she's no longer gonna do this and do that because they feel like you think you're better than them but you're not but when you just keep going and you come through and you be stronger than you was before sometimes people be mad at that so true and so sad at the same time yes they they really feel upset about that and instead of focusing on the things that you're able to do for yourself they need to focus on things that they can do for them and even the fact that if you're in a position to help your friends that's even a plus for them and they don't see it that way though you know right they really don't they really don't yeah so that's that's just something totally different we could go all day about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: I'm loving this conversation. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about um, as far as mental health. I know you um, experienced a lot of it from yourself and I know you have also probably have seen it. So um, could you give someone advice on how to maintain mental health and let them know to not be ashamed or scared to even deal with mental health issues especially being a public figure in the industry
0: absolutely i would say whatever your faith is hold on tight to that and i truly mean it it sounds cliche but having faith in yourself first and foremost is what you're going to go through also do not be scared to talk to people the reason why a lot of mental health is not combated because people hold it in people are scared of who's going to judge me and who's going to talk about me Who's going to embarrass me or things like that? Forget them people. This is about you and your mental health and your mental well-being, stress kills. And it's so, oh, my God, being in a toxic environment, being in toxic relationships, it's all mental health. Um, You should not have any friends who stress you out, no relationships that stress you out, no business endeavors that really, because you can you can deter. Okay, stress is always going to come, especially in entertainment and media industry. Stress is there, but I mean to a point where it's toxic, it's getting depressing, it's really taking a toll on your mental health. You have to eliminate yourself from it. That's the first process. You have to know what's right for you, what makes you feel good. If it's listening to music or if this friend right here makes you laugh, they listen to you, they don't judge you. This is a friend that needs to be in your tribe. Sometimes you got to let go family, you know, no matter (laughs) if you're blood or not, you have to eliminate everything that is causing you bad mental health. Um, But also... Don't be scared to talk to to a therapist. A lot of people say, Oh, that's white people's stuff. No, not at all. I went to therapy for two years mm-hmm. and I had a white therapist and she was amazing. She would call me on a weekend, on a day off. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, you take your job serious, don't you? She really cared about me. Um, Want to know, Am I okay today? Giving me you know, coping skills, redi- mind redirection things to endure. And it gave me the strength to. Um, write in a a book and co-author a book and talk about mental health in my chapter. I dedicated it to my mother. It was called Mother and
1: Daughter, Mother
0: and Daughter, excuse me, Conquer um, Depression. And I'm so glad I did that before she passed away. I also interviewed my mom on a TV show here that I hosted called Visionary Mind Survivors, where I first announced about my mental health diagnosis. I also talked at City Hall for the hundreds of people to let them know, like, Black women deal with this. If we are too stereotyped that we have to be strong. We're not supposed to show our emotions or just, or we got attitude problems. No, we are dealing with trauma, okay? Because we mm-hmm. carry the world on our backs. We can no longer be ashamed of this. We got to speak out. If you don't feel comfortable talking about it on social media to the world, talk so what somebody you trust. We have to end this stigma. It is here. I am diagnosed with anxiety. I'm diagnosed with depression. But look, I've I've covered the Oscars, I covered Tribeca, Sunday at Stone Festival, in 2019 um, at Seneca Falls, on International Women's Day, I was the youngest and only black woman who won the Makers Women Who Make America Award. This is, I am mental health. I'm pushing through. And I want all the women to know out there, especially women that look like me, that you can get through it too. It's okay. You're not alone, I promise you.
1: Yes. And I, I'm so glad that you made that aware to everyone that is listening right now, because that is so important for us to even take a, a sit back and take time out for ourselves also to even help us to continue to press forward. And it's okay to even say something about you having mental health issues. We, and it depends on who you say it to, but getting that proper help is so important for you to be able to proceed with life and feel good about yourself. That's
0: right. And also, no, it's okay to not be okay. And I say that so many times. Sometimes you want to just be left alone. Sometimes going to be days you don't want to be bothered. That is okay. You are human. You're living a human experience. Not going to be rainbows and sunshine, smiling every day. Not going to laugh every day. <laughs> There's going to be times that you need to focus on you only. Sometimes you got kids. Sometimes you need to go in the bathroom for a couple minutes and shut the door and just be. Um, Carve out your alone time. So it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever.
1: Yes, it definitely is. So could you tell me more about your show and how many people you've interviewed and just, girl, you got a long list, okay? (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes. Well, um, I am, amongst many things, publicist, actor, director, writer, journalist. I, on the journalist side, I write for numerous media publications. I'm an editorial writer for Hustle and Soul magazine, We Empower magazine, Heart of Hollywood magazine, Culture Focus magazine. I also contribute for Vocal Media and Medium. I'm launching um, with dr cassie vaughn and Jay claxon the franchise magazine next month which i'm the editor-in-chief we will be interviewing people on sports entertainment lifestyle health beauty politics events the works okay mm-hmm. i absolutely love writing um i love interviewing people i'm a co-host for the new york women's film and television podcast as well and on the celebrity side, even though they are quote unquote celebrities, I always treat anyone like a celebrity. I feel anyone is important, no matter yeah. who they are. But since they have these titles, I will mention celebrities who I have interviewed includes like Omar Epps, Gina Davis, Megan Franklin, Glenn Mike the one twelve, Donnell Jones, Jane Wine. Um the list goes on. Um Carmen Electra. I I've covered Horror con events. I'm a huge horror fan. Fun fact: I've interviewed so many iconic horror writers, directors, actors from Nightmare on Elm Street to The Omen to <laughs> Child's Play, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You name it, I've interviewed somebody a part of that film. I assure you. <laughs> Candyman
1: himself. I've laughed with the Crypt Keeper and screamed the with Lord Candyman before.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I said, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tony Todd, who plays Kenny Man,
0: after I interviewed him, he told me to tell all my friends that he's sorry for traumatizing our childhood. (laughs) Okay. And then when I laughed with the crypt keeper, because my dad put me on the tail from the crypt, and I just loved his voice of that thing he was. But John Sears is the name of the guy who played the Crip Keeper voice. I said, oh my God, I have to laugh at you. I said, one, two, three. He said, oh no, my job is safe. <laughs> I it was like the best time ever. I do it. I just couldn't do it. Oh my God.
1: It's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, he told me yeah, his job is safe. But it was just Iconic for sure.
1: Really, wow. really iconic. That is amazing that you have done so much and you're doing so much. When do you have time for Tammy? Oh my gosh.
0: Another amazing question. I need <laughs> some time for Timmy. Actually yesterday I had some Timmy time when my son was in school. Um my fiance was off of work and we did a nature day. Um he's a nature lover as well. Both Scorpios where our Den is just nature. Um, <laughs> for sure, but yeah, um, those days when I just uh, immerse in a walk in the park or going by the lake and just loving the view, those are days, but sometimes, you know, I'm one of those moms who me, five minutes in the bathroom, even if I'm not using it, just quiet, Time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm human, but I really, I'm big on self-care, especially knowing that I've been diagnosed with mental health. Um experiences so I make it my duty to pace myself. I'm always getting pitches for people who want me to interview them or their clients. I have um published clients who so I have to, you know, pitch them to media as well. I'm a writer, um as well. So I have to balance it out. And first and foremost I am a mother. So and a daughter and a fiance. So I have to make sure my family comes first before my amazing career that I love as well. So I definitely carve time, even if it's not the same day or time each
1: day, but the
0: time is carved
1: out. Well, that's good. You take the time out with family, people that mean the most to you. That is very, very important. It is. It really is. My my family is in my life. So I have this one thing. (laughs) When I know that a woman is um, in a relationship, engaged, or married i recently december of um 2020 i lost my husband and i'm so, um, so sorry oh my god <laughs> thank you but i have this thing where i i want to share something with you so you could carry it on into your future marriage and your fiance how everything is right now but thank i you. want you to cherish every moment create so many memories as much as you can. Um, don't go to sleep upset with each other. Always find time to sit down and communicate with each other if something made you guys upset. Um, this is something that my husband and I we did all the time. And sometimes people don't understand like how I'm getting through it. But it's just the communication and the love that we shared, and the memories that I have so many videos and pictures and everything with them. And we literally got through so many things together as one. But our communication was so on point to a point. We always said we loved each other before we went to bed or went anywhere. Or if we were upset with each other, we didn't leave the house upset or nothing. So that brings me a lot closer to um, his passing as well. But I want you to take on this and know how important it is because I didn't know that he was getting ready to pass. Um, It just suddenly happened in his sleep. But I want you to carry that on with your other half and understand that loving each other and cherishing a moment Is so important, and I want you to utilize that in your relationship. I'm about to get to to,
0: oh, I'm like having chills right now. Um, as a writer, I'm a journalist, I'm so speechless right now. And first, I have to say, I receive all that with care. I thank you, I, I admire you even so much more. Learning about you losing your mom, and now learning about you losing your husband and your continued strength to continue to do what you do and love and the purpose and your oh my gosh I'm I'm just speechless Thank you for sharing that and I I send you love and light Continue healing on your path with these major losses that you have experienced in your life I know they both are so proud of you And I am proud of you as well That oh my thank gosh you. Thank you for sharing that Um I almost thought I was going to push my fiance away when I lost my mom and he stuck by my side, it was so like I said, I was in a dark place and they say hurt people hurt people and sometimes the closest people to you, sometimes you you know, you, you push away, but he, he stuck by me. He loved my mom as his own. They were close as well. And um then the pandemic happened immediately after and, you know, we had this child who abruptly took out of school, who was grieving his grandma and you know, we just came closer. And we're both Scorpios, so um, Scorpios are passionate, and um, we're both alpha, and <laughs> you know we both everything our way. But we always come to a common ground, always been together. Fourteen years, and mirrors has never been something we um, were top priority. We just knew that we wanted to be together, and we never wanted to feel pressured for mirrors because we've already been together, sickness and health, richer and poor all those things that's in those vows um, mm-hmm. and then after losing my mom my mindset is oh my god my mom not here i'm not even thinking about that right now i just i know i got my one my my twin flame my soulmate like it's i'm content at where we are in our lives right now when it happened and what happened um but I love all the advice that you gave because it's so true. You have to live each other. You can't go to sleep mad. You know, life's too short. Especially knowing after my dad is grieving his wife or someone he was with for 45 years. Yeah.
1: had three
0: kids because of grandkids, owned a house, and just a whole life together. His whole world, they were get together since they were teenagers. You know, just feeling so bad of the life that he was, but I'm so short, you know, I'm thinking like my parents were going to grow old together. And they weren't able to because God had a different plan. God said, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to give you this wonderful woman, but you can only have her for 45 years. And he's blessed for that time he had with my mother. But I've seen them go through hell and high water and stick by each other, just like my grandparents were together for 60 years before my granddad passed first. So I had this role model of my grandparents and my parents that trickle down to me of what family is and what race it's supposed to be like. So everybody's relationship is different. Um, you know, you have to it comes a lot of sacrifice and compromise and you're not gonna agree all the time. Sometimes they're gonna get on your nerves, you know, sometimes you don't wanna talk. Yeah. You don't wanna be
1: touched sometimes, you know. Um, but you know it's okay though. Is it's, it's okay that sometimes you don't want to talk or do nothing because, honestly, my, my my husband lost his mother first. He lost her early in January 2019, and then um 10 months later, we lose my mom. But me and him battling losing our moms at the same time, it brought us closer together, but we knew when to separate and give each other time alone too. Yep but it comes with that communication and understanding and all it does is just bring you closer to the person that you're with because who who else going to get you through it and then also talking to other people with wisdom you know sometimes you can't pick up the phone and call your girl that's having issues with her dude every day <laughs> you right. know what advice could she really tell you you got to talk to somebody with some sense and that'll hold you accountable for your actions and the things that you're doing wrong and say look Tammy you're wrong you know so yeah. you, ha- you have to have those accountability friends to even check you and tell you things like that and prayer prayer works it does it really does it really does you gotta really be does. consistent with it you can't just be using God like you use people you know <laughs> you no, gotta seriously. Yeah, seriously you have to continue with that prayer because it works and y'all both praying together like it works it may not happen when you want it to but it's happening it's just strengthening strengthening you physically mentally emotionally and spiritually you know
0: oh my gosh oh this conversation is like epic it really really <laughs> is, it
1: really is yes so um one thing um what advice do you have to anyone that is going through things but still have to keep pushing forward to pursue their dreams daily you have to love what you do
0: because if i used to make a lot of money at a a former job that i had um it's customer service, sales rep, I to get commission. I mean, oh, my Lord, just think about that money right now, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I hated it. I hated it. I did it for years, and I hated it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to dedicate my time to really doing what I love. And though I make income for what I love when I first started, like, really focusing just on, like, media and writing and stuff, I didn't make a lot of money at first. I was just doing it for the passion, doing because I love it. And still to this day, I do stuff pro bono um, because I know some people have done stuff for me pro bono. So I've never been that person. Oh, oh if you ain't paying pay me, I ain't doing it. I've never been that person. Um, but I knew that that job, you know, with a lot of money It wasn't making me happy. Um, it just wasn't. It wasn't me. Um, you have to love what you do or you're going to be depressed. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to be second-guessing yourself, you know, what is the meaning of life, you know? Um, So I definitely would just say you have to love what you do. And it doesn't, when you love what you do, it doesn't even seem like work. Um, You're just doing what you love. Um, You have to be passionate. And I'm always learning and growing, like, even though I have all this experience, expertise, I I don't know everything. Especially being in a digital media world, things are always changing. I have to keep up with the time or the trends or know the knowledge or technology that's coming out. And I just love it. I love everything, entertainment, film, media, just this whole world, this universal world of multimedia and creativity, content creation. It just exudes my soul, and I love it. So I just would say out there, the passion that I'm describing, my voice of what I love, I want you all to love it, too whatever if it's a teacher being a construction worker whatever the job is you have to love it you have to
1: that is so true so how can someone get in contact with you if they need your um need you to be their publicist or be on your show or anything
0: yes um as a publicist i have a company called visionary minds public relations and media you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tammy Reef Media, or you can send me an email, Media at gmail.com. I reply to you right away, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you all. Definitely feel free to reach out.
1: Yes. Well, thank you, Tammy, so much. I really enjoyed this conversation with you, and please keep in touch, girl. Listen, Yvette, this is one of the best interviews that I
0: ever had, like, seriously talking to someone so authentic, so down to earth, so real as you, we need to have these real conversations. This industry can be so cliche sometimes and so materialistic or so facade sometimes. And it's so many real stories that you and I have that share, inspire, listen, empower someone else. Thank you for your platform. It really meant the world to me. And I wish you continue love, healing, and light. You are doing it queen. And I'm so here for you. You have my full support.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. Um, For me, viewing a lot of things that go on in the industry, it creates me more and more want to do the opposite, to give people more help and more authenticity as far as having relationships with people and getting to know them for who they are within and also making them comfortable it's just so, so important.
0: <laughs> so I felt like I knew you my whole life, girl. That I could have just told you my whole life story it's diary and I just felt so comfortable.
1: I really did. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I wish you well with everything. And if um do you ever need someone to talk to on a mom level, I'm here. Thank you, and same to you. Same to you.
0: I'm here for you too, Queen. Have a great rest of your day and weekend, and we sure are going to
1: be. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.